performing and just uh, the folks that stunned us uh, to, to Don, to Betsy, to Jennifer Lynn, to Linda, to Vicki, to Dan and Steve and everybody that had a piece of helping out and uh, throwing the little cause uh, to celebrate our 500th show of the Grassroots Show. It was very special. It, it was. I was just overwhelmed. Still am, actually, <laughs> because, uh, yeah, a lot of people came out and a lot of people uh, showed their appreciation for what we do, Bob. So that was really cool. Yeah. And, man, I mean, the, the, there was an all-star lineup that didn't even make the stage. You know, <laughs> We're looking around this, the, the, the scene there, and it was like, man, that person's here. That, you know, it was just really awesome. And, you know, that uh, it just – I think it shows the love – an appreciation that obviously we have for the music scene and the people that are in it and, and that love back because, you know, they have an avenue uh, that we're able to display their talents every Sunday night and it gets leaked over into some regular airplay and I, it's just an awesome thing. And here it is, 10 years later, we're still going. So somehow, some way. Somehow, some way is absolutely right. But <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's made a lot easier just with all the talent that's out there, the incredible musicianship, the great songwriting, uh, what a scene we have. And the last two weekends alone, uh, you, I mean, you've had an incredible selection to go see, uh, which makes it tough. I mean, we wish we could, you know, span this all out. And, uh, you know, but you had three different locations in one night last night or last week to see an event going on that was premier and some very talented groups. So, you know, the, the scene is really coming to, to, to rising up and, you know, it's kind of like baking a cake right now, you know, thank you, Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but it's just really cool. I mean, great opportunities. And that was back to back weekends where there was just tremendous musicianship going on. And one of those musicians that flew in from California, we're going to have a visit with today. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be some fun stuff. Uh, it's always good to stay in touch with Greg. And uh, I heard his shows were off the hook when he was out here, so it was pretty cool. We'll let uh, him tell you about them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, of course, uh, the 11th Frame Music Series back underway. Shady Lady producing that once again. Uh, and uh, you can stop on by. The Shiners just played. And, you know, just talking about Missing Links, the, the music they're going to have out there this year. Shiners are going to be out there later this month. Yeah, and um, from what I understand, they're talking about building a stage outside wow. to, to keep this music thing going. It's just been it's a fantastic venue, a great place. I love hanging out there and watching the music in the lot. So good stuff. Yeah, and of course you had a big event, uh, the Southern Fried Rock Show. Some music was jamming down at the Freeport Event Center. Yeah, we had a, a 16th one, and uh, it was a good time. It's just, it's just such a great great venue. It sounds good in there, and uh, thanks, Tim, for keeping the sound going on that. And, of course, the bands that, that played, the, every one of them just brought it. And uh, it's another opportunity, again, to uh, play Moe's songs with uh, his band, the Mo Nelson Band, as well. So that was, uh, that was good. That's fantastic. And we're going to be visiting with a gentleman tonight. Uh, that, well, we saw one of his former counterparts at, in folk hammer, and uh, that's Jim Levere, and the phone is ringing, so why don't we get at it here? All right. And on that other end of the phone line, as we answer the phone live on the Grassroots Show, Mr. James Levere has some new material out and some exciting news as well, Utah. I was just going to bring this up when the phone rang, and uh, we'll say hello James Levere. How you doing, Bob? I'm doing great, buddy. It's good to have Glad you back. To be. Glad to be here. <laughs> so uh, this uh, Shady Lady Records thing is returning in 2022. Give us some insight into this, Utah. Well, uh, yeah, was when uh, Shady Lady formed back in 2005, there was the, the production company. There was also a record label that was a part of that as well. And we did uh, three releases 
through that and then uh i don't know the production side just got so busy the the recording side kind of went away but uh over the last uh, few years just kind of been bringing it back with uh, some of the noble hops recordings that we've been doing and then uh me and jim uh, hooked up and we've got some stuff going with him well, let's talk about that now, James Levere. You uh, you na- you made a phone call. You uh, were were working on some ideas, and uh, you called uh, our friend Utah up. Is that how it goes? Yeah, pretty much. We uh, I you know I had a a bunch of original stuff that I'd been working on, and really didn't have a direction or idea how I wanted to uh, get that material out. So it was just a chance call to Utah to get some ideas. I I knew he. Um, you know, obviously knew a bunch of good players and, and maybe get some ideas on where I could uh, do some recording. And, uh, you know, he threw out some a couple ideas there and we went with one. And, you know, really, I just I, I tell him probably he probably gets sick of hearing it. But every time I talk to him, like, thank you so much uh, for helping me work on, on getting this out. It's just important to me to, you know, to find an outlet for it. And, you know, we're doing them one at a time and I'm just really enjoying it. I did, did mention to you, Jim, that you know if I got a little sample of this, Utah and I were driving to a concert, and he says, "Hey, I got something for you to hear," and he spins it out, and it was right. He's, he's, and he did, he did preface this is very rough recording. We just did this, you know. This is right. just the infancy of it, but wow, I was sure. blown, I was blown away. Both cuts that he played for me, uh, you've got wow. something pretty special there, Jim. Oh man, I really, really appreciate hearing that. Um, yeah, you know, we're just we're doing them one at a time, and it's really nice. Uh, just to be able to enjoy the process of it. Uh, Utah's brought in, uh, well, basically, he brought in uh, the better part of, or, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, noble hops. Uh, it's basically noble hops on, on this tune and uh, and one part rustic revelation, I believe. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and, if, and you, you, if, you, if you hear it, Utah, tell you, I, I got uh, fiddle happy uh, with this song and it's... Uh, <laughs> A little out of little out of my uh, you know wheelhouse, but but you know I think it I think it, the whole thing everybody that played on it just stellar, and I you really appreciate that. Yeah, and just uh, to let everybody know that this is uh, the song features Chris Compton on the drums and Zach Ravito on the guitar and Ben Mainhart on the fiddle, and I'm trying to lay down a little bass there. And fortunately, there's a recording studio right in my backyard over the hill there. Uh, so we, we did this at uh, Leading Studio of Green with our, our friend Chris Ruane. So he's the engineer on it. Rude dog, uh, right. putting, putting, laying the tracks down for you. So tell us about the song, James. Uh, it's called The Good Kind. Uh, yeah, and uh, had this been something that had been lurking? Is the you know, wh- wh- where did the inspiration come from? I think I think like most of them, they just you kind of trip over a, a lyric, like a one line, and it's just you know it's just you. It's really interesting. You just try to find out where it's going. I, sometimes I don't know where they're going until you're down to the last line, and and, and things can change. Words can change. A, t- a tense can change, a pronoun can change, and you know, all of a sudden, you got a whole different song. But um, this one in particular uh, just came about, and I, th- I think what I like about it is um, it's just about any any <laughs> yeah, I can relate to it. You know, you're happy in life, and things are going good. There's uh, nothing wrong, and there's just that uh, that one part that just looks back and says, ah, that one that the one that kind of got away. What's good about it is, you know, yeah, you could call it, it's a pain, you know, you, it hurts sometimes, but what's nice about it, it's a good kind of pain. You can just pick it up and put it back on the shelf and, and, and leave it there until the next time you want to want to look at it. 
So I'm curious when you said you got a little fiddle happy, and we you know just right. heard that Ben Mainhart is on here. So you picked yeah. you picked a pretty solid fiddle player. Well, um, what 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 do you mean by that? Were you hearing fiddles in this, and and you needed that, or you know how did this recording process all come together? Well, you, you know, uh, what uh, Utah and I, you know, would talk back and forth about what we thought would work in it, and uh, of course you need the basics. You need. Uh, drums you need percussion you need a bass guitar and a guitar player and the more the more i listen to it um that, you know i got a, a confession right now would be i'm a hard rock guy so there were no fiddles in any of the music uh you know that i played before i got a little older and went to a folky sound didn't really lend it to it. this is more of a country thing and i think um i just said to myself you know i'd really like to explore that and now what the bad part about it is I want fiddle in everything. <laughs> and Utah, Utah has to kind of rein me in. Come on, Jim. Just, you know, if it fits, great. If it doesn't, yeah, no. But I think everybody did a stellar job on it. That fiddle put a stamp on it. You know, uh, Ben put his uh, stamp on it with um, with what he did. And, you know, it's it's more like a lead. It's a lead fiddle. So what I really like about it is he, he doesn't play the same thing twice nothing in that song is repetitive it's very fluid and um yeah i just i really like it yeah fiddle i call i said i was fiddle drunk (laughs) well if you guys ever uh you know leave to play in texas as one famous band once said you'll be prepared so (laughs) absolutely if you're gonna play some country (laughs) well james yeah well you've always i mean everything that i've ever heard from you uh has always been very well written you're a great storyteller even well, even at Christmas time, uh, you know, we, we've played your tunes. Uh, I've just always remarked that, you know, you, you just have a way of telling a story. So I, I oh, can well, imagine. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. So uh, what's the game plan? They're going to really, you're going to be releasing this single and then working on round two. I mean, is this just going to be a, a process over a period of time? I'm hoping. I'm hoping so. Yeah, everybody seems to be on board. And then it's important to me that the people that are playing on it, have more invested in it than just wanting to play a part you know you want people to like it i think i think the more a a player likes what they're doing i I think you get a better effort out of it you know maybe that's not exactly the way i want to say it but you want people to to really be into the the uh you know the process of it as a player obviously it's not a band put together utah you know put together a group of (laughs) stud players and uh you know I'm, I'm leaning i'm just leaning on that you know I'm, I'm enjoying the process of playing and recording and crafting you know which again without utah that'd be you know without that phone call and the subsequent uh, work that came behind it i we wouldn't even be talking right now i'd, I'd still be writing lyrics and and po- songs would just be piling up and i wouldn't be doing anything with them so i'm grateful i'm wow. grateful for that well, it's definitely a good time of situation, good kind of situation. So let's play well, the thank song. You. I, appreciate I appreciate that, Bob. Thank you. Yeah, James Levere, the good kind, Shady Lady Records, the single. We're ready to release it. And uh, James, it's good to hear from you again. Great to talk to you, folks, Bob. Thanks again. with everything I hate and all that I have not 
Just that I've been blessed, I passed the test I know my love is true well, That's why I don't understand the need To look on back at you Yet I got no excuses, oh my life's been going fine But sometimes I can't help myself Favorite love song, you and me in the backseat preaching the only gospel we believe in. Now and then, when I feel the pain in my heart, like the driving rain, I tell myself, Boy, don't pay no mind. Well, it might be pain, oh, but it's the good kind.
Well, there you have it. Debut back on Shady Lady Records, James Levere's new song, The Good Kind, with Utah on bass, Zach Ravito on guitar, Chris Compton on the drums, Ben Maidhart on fiddle. Well, there's an all-star group right there. Well, I guess it's uh, James Levere and the Noble Hops, sort of. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it, it shook out there. So it's, it's fun stuff. And, uh, yeah, the, the other stuff, I mean, it's going to be a whole, whole bunch of different musicians on, on different songs. Cool, cool. What a fantastic song. I'm very, very impressed by it. I can hear that getting a lot of airplay. So thanks, James. It's great to visit with you. Hey, before we get to Greg Mara, who's going to be our next special guest, uh, let's play another song, and uh, there's a lot of Punxsutawney Phil going to be in the air here tonight um, because we're going to play a song of somebody that we know quite well that went out there and played uh, for uh, Phil's debut for 2022, and he just told us more of what we don't want to hear. But um, there was a group uh, that actually did a song parody, and they appeared out in Punxsutawney uh, when... Gobbler's, lot and Gobbler's Knob was open for uh, Punxsutawney Phil to make his appearance. Uh, again, uh, called No More Daisies. And their front lead singer is a girl named Jessa Pontier. And I guess they recorded Down at the Vault in uh, a really cool song. But they did a cover of a Pat Benatar's tune that had it was a, a parody on Punxsutawney Phil. It was very well done. It caught my attention. And then I, lo and behold, see this single that they have done. Uh, recently called you, and it's very, very well done. They're called No More Daisies, so um, maybe we'll have to check them out at some point. But uh, let's spin that ahead of Greg Mara tonight. You're listening to the Grassroots Show here on The Rock Station 97.7, presented by Shady Lady Productions. And our first segment of the show tonight brought to you by the Meat Locker Recording Studio and one of our good buddies, Jim Harpell, owner of the Meat Locker Recording Studio, was out at the 500th celebration. It was great to see Jim. Thanks for coming out. And he was telling me... Uh, he is back in the studio, and uh, there's going to be some exciting things coming forward. Yeah, there's supposed to be a lot of stuff coming out of there, so we're looking forward to it. Maybe another Grassy Award-winning song. You never know. He's already got two to his name. Yeah, and that right. was cool to see, Jim. That really appreciate it. Yep, yep. And we appreciate you listening here tonight to the Grassroots Show on The Rock Station, 97.7 FM. Oh, 
The Meat Locker Recording Studio in Butler is the area's number one recording studio. When you work with the engineers at the Meat Locker, your next song, album, EP, or demo will be of the best quality anywhere. Use their great-sounding live room, vocal booth, and new 24x24 drum room. They'll mix it together with the industry-leading program Pro Tools. Plus, if you need musicians, they have the talent you need. The Meat Locker Recording Studio. With your talent, they'll make your music rock. Call 724-283-4529 or visit MeatLockerRecording.com. Where can you get the best chocolate and support a local family-owned business? Cummings Candy and Coffee. Make this Valentine's Day extra special with a sweet treat for your sweet. Chocolate-dipped strawberries will be available at Cummings Candy and Coffee Main Street location while supplies last this Friday through Monday. Get your choice of milk or dark chocolate-covered strawberries while they last. And score some extra points by adding in some whole bean or ground gourmet coffee. Now, back to the Grassroots Show, brought to you by Shady Lady Productions on The Rock Station, 97.7. Back on the Grassroots Show here tonight on The Rock Station at 97.7. And this segment being brought to you by Cummings Candy and Coffee Service. Four locations for treats and warm-ups, like the Main Street location, downtown Butler, where it's been for triple-digit years. Of course, at Butler Hospital, Route 8 south of Butler and Route 68 west of Butler. Out past, uh, well, before you get to the Farm Show grounds, thinking missing links there for a moment, uh, where we were last week. But uh, yeah, but uh, they've got a great little place out there, a little stage out there too, where you could set up shop and play. As a matter of fact, our next guest on the Grassroots Show, Mr. Greg Mara, who has flown directly here to our studio uh, from California, just played out there on uh, his trip home. Greg Mara, welcome to our Grassroots Show. Hey, Bob, thanks for having me, Utah. Great to see you guys. Yeah, great to see you back in town for a, a little stint, and you yeah. put together uh, some shows. And uh, played a little, uh, played a couple counties, yeah. and played out at Cummings. As a matter of fact, little acoustic setup. Yeah, yeah, a little warm up gig. You know, I always like to do a warm up gig because you're gonna have those little bugs you want to work out in front of people. Yeah, that's what that was, yeah. and that's great. Yeah. Barry Cummings has been, I've known him for my, it seems like my whole life. Yeah, great dude. Yeah, and he's a new uh, member of a particular band that just also ironically just played. Yeah, we just had him at the Southern Fried Rock show a week ago. And, uh, good stuff. Zach's got it going on. That's cool. Zach Ravito and the Rust Rust Belt Rhythm Rust Belt Rhythm new group so so yeah it's pretty cool when you uh, get the opportunity to come back which is not often but you try to make at least a yearly appearance I think it seems yeah um, you put together some shows and I always marvel at that we saw the one show that you just did down at the Lindor Hotel and uh, 
you put uh, Chris Compton into play. You had Alexander Demos open, but he played bass for you then. Right. So you guys played as a trio. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always marveled at that, of somebody coming home, putting together something like that, and playing multiple shows like you did. That's got to be a tough thing to pull off and, and to yeah. do it well. That's very stressful. I mean, honestly, it's uh, between Chris Compton and myself, who I've known him since he's 15. So that's a no-brainer. I know Chris will work his parts out at home like I do. And I'm pretty much ready to go when I hit the ground, you know. But the bass player is always one of those sketchy things where you're kind of crossing your fingers that they have it worked out. Um, so that's um, that's a little stressful. You know, quite honestly, going from 75 degrees to uh, zero was a big shocker for me. Uh, but I got used to it pretty quickly, and uh, I listened to my wife this time and, and brought a down, uh, you know, jacket. Smart. Uh, my wife is absolutely smarter than me. It's, uh, it's proven. Aren't they all? <laughs> all of our wives are smarter yeah, right. than we are. So, so. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, that was the only stress, but, uh, you know, things come together, you know, and then when it's time for the show, you play the show and you just, you don't look back. Just let the notes fall where they may. Yeah, you know? yeah. And you had Frank Russo uh, pop yeah. up and uh, and uh, do some singing. You guys, obviously, you're a big Van Halen fan, so you did a little tribute. Is Eddie would have celebrated a birthday this week? Heck yeah. Well, you know, we we went into lockdown in 2020, and that was the last live show I played. And in that time, and we lost Eddie Van Halen. Now, for for my entire life, that's my guitar hero, and for the rest of my life, it'll be so. To me, it's like uh, fitting tribute. You know, you you have to. Yeah. Um, so that's. You know, that's important for me to uh, pay homage. And are there people out there that don't know who Van Halen is? And if they don't, they should. Yeah, you need to find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's funny you hear that. You know, when you, when you say that, and I've heard stories of, uh, you know, even back in high school days. And we've talked a lot about your high school friends and people that you jammed with. Uh, but uh, you know, I think you told the story the one time many years ago. Of, you know, everybody would go to those high school parties and you know show up with a girlfriend. And Greg would show up with a guitar. You know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it's always been your love, and here you are, and you know you've gone out to L.A. and and, and done great things. How much? How long ago did you get to play finally a gig, uh, or was this among the this first? This is it. This is this it. This is it. Yeah, no, I've been stuck in the house, so that's yeah. why, you know, like we'll talk about the documentary I'm doing and a new record and all that. But it's like you got to figure out ways to be creative because if you don't have that outlet, you know, it's you know your life isn't as fulfilled as it could be if you were playing out. I need to play live, mm-hmm. you know. So that's where this this was like the first one I'm going 2022. I don't care what everybody else is doing. I'm playing live. Yeah. So in yeah. almost two years, this was the first time you played. That's out right. Live. That's crazy. Yeah. That amazing. It that sucks. Amazing? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine, you know, yeah. being a musician and having that, that need to, to yeah. play and perform and the joy of being on stage. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and you're as good as anybody I've seen, you know, putting on a show. You, I mean, you pulled off a, a triple run and I got to see the endings show and it was fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, do lay sympathy out for your guitar. Rest in peace. Yeah. Well, you know, look, the way I looked at that was I kind of had a couple guitars I was posting online. And which one should I bring? You know, I had an Eddie Van Halen guitar and then this other one that was given to me for doing some video work. And I'm going, I didn't pay for that one. Okay. That one might live in Butler, so I don't have to travel with one. But then I thought, it's going to live here all right. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it was a packed house at Lindora Hotel. Yeah. I hadn't played in two years. A fitting tribute to Eddie Van Halen. 
just had to do the sacrifice for that for that <laughs> last <laughs> note of the last song of the Hot for Teacher, and it was I didn't know what was going to happen. I actually thought it was going to have like a little ding on the side, but it it yeah. landed on the headstock yeah. and bounced, mm-hmm. and both so the headstock cracked <laughs> off and the body was split. Yeah. So. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was it was a fitting tribute. Yeah, and, yeah. A lot of fun. I mean, yeah, boy, it was great to see a lot of people that really, really wanted. I, I, I know you probably had a lot of neighborhood friends. That's that, great. That uh, came out, and it was a pretty cool night. So. That was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, everybody, for coming out. Yeah, very cool stuff. So what have you been doing in the meantime? I mean, obviously, you've got, uh, you know, you do a lot of representation. Uh, so we get to see a lot of your videos uh, and such. Um, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, you love going to NAM. I mean, those things, you know, yeah. have been off the, you know, off the chart. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, literally, that's what you've been doing is performance yeah. and, and sharing, huh? Well, you know, the thing is they canceled NAM for the last yeah. few shows. So, you know, we don't have a home every January. You get to see your your uh, worldwide friends that you've met. You know, I've been going to NAM since 2005. And NAM is the uh, National Association of Music Merchants where the entire industry shows up and all of their artists. So, you know, guys that are just working it out to the guys that are celebrities are there. So it's a really magical time. And it's in Anaheim near uh, Disneyland. So it's, it's a cool place, too. Um, so that, that was canceled uh, coming back this summer, but in the meantime, I decided to uh, produce a documentary about a famous uh, music studio in Northern California and interviewed you know, over 20 celebrity musicians, and wow. uh, that's been tremendous, you know, and there's a lot to say about that, but that's been really what I've been keeping busy okay. doing. All right, so that's keep, keep your pastime, and we'll continue that conversation in our next segment and get into that, because I'm very curious, because I, I know you've rubbed elbows with some pretty cool people that, that I've respected over the years in playing their records and yeah. such, and, and that's been cool. So uh, as far as sitting at home and outside of the documentary, you said you've got some new music Obviously, you've been writing and still, you know, getting ready to release stuff. So yeah, so that's my whole thing. Is like I felt like every year I should be putting out something, at least a single. But this past year, I decided I was going to play all the instruments on my next release, and uh, so I got a little electronic drum kit and you know figured out how to make that all work. And uh, I've always been a drummer, but um, never in a band or anything. But I was like, you know what, I can do this because you know, with COVID and with all this nonsense you're waiting around for people to be available. And I didn't want to wait around. I was like, you know what, I can't wait for a drummer to get his tracks back to me. I'm just gonna do them myself. And I think that the industry now is using superior drummer and you know, really fake drums. So I was like, I gotta play them. You know, I gotta play the drums. So um, put my studio together so I could do all of the instruments. And um, as soon as I get back home, I'll start you know, getting into the editing of the movie and finishing the record. Um, and uh, I'm really excited about it because you know, I don't hate the songs. You know, yeah. it's like usually, usually when you make a new record, you have to write the songs, you have to record the songs, and you mix it, and you master it, and you got to rehearse with a new band. You hate the songs by the time it, the record comes out because of how many times you've played it. So, uh, so far, I don't hate these songs. That's cool. <laughs> and we got to you sampled one of the new. That's songs, right. Uh, yep. The, the the forthcoming single. That's actually. right. Yeah, uh, great, great song. Thanks, I mean, I man. Had reaction around the table. Even he's going, "Wow, I like that." You know. Yeah, man. So Thank it you. was it was catchy. You've always written some catchy stuff that we're going to get to sample here in a moment. Uh, obviously, uh, well, that's cool. Any any time frame for that? Because I know you're busy with that documentary right now. Uh, do you have a goal and end goal of when that new material will be out? Yeah, I'd like to get it out by my birthday, which is in June okay. this year. Yeah. Okay. I think I can make that happen. Um, 
you know, other people have talked about vinyl and stuff. I'd like to have a vinyl release, but, you know, with the uh, supply chain, things are seven months to a year out with vinyl and stuff. But that'll happen, too, because I feel like uh, that's come back in a, in a major way. I'm a major vinyl collector. Same here. We love it. <laughs> I, I grew up. I mean, that's how I grew up. It's just something about the tangible putting a, you know, a plastic disc on a turntable. It's just, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's so cool to see kids getting into it. Yeah. They're yeah. not cheap, though. That's right. No, I know. <laughs> They're cool. not cheap. It's, yeah. It's not like the, the record bar. What was the record store at the... The Butler Mall we used to go to, whatever yeah, it was I mean, called. Murphy's Mart. That's right, Na- Murphy's Mart, yeah. yeah. And you had National Record Mart, which started in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and then ended. And, of course, the record bar at the Clearview Mall. Was yeah. There. And, of course, Exile downtown. Yeah, and, that's right. And uh, kudos, RIP, to Jerry from Jerry's Records. He just passed away. And, man, that was an institution to go to in Pittsburgh for years. Still is. I mean, it still exists. Jerry Ides. Remember Ides? My goodness, yeah. The, the original yeah. one, I think it was on the South Side or Strip yeah. District, whatever yeah. it was. Oh, man, we would spend the entire day there. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. we always talked about, you know, every other paycheck, uh, you know, take take half of it and go to go down to exile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leaf through and buy a bunch of imports. Yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. That's cool. Well, that, I wish you'd like it. And, and the cost, I mean, obviously, it's because it's not mass production anymore. It's a right. specialized thing. So uh, you're going to pay for what you get, but, boy. Nothing like it. It, it is no. a good product. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. And you know it's not going to go away. You know, you, you know, tapes deteriorate after time. Right. Uh, we don't know what CDs will do. You know, what's going to happen 50 years from now? Will my CD p- still play? Hopefully, but you don't know that um, right. because you haven't been there. You haven't experienced it. You know, unless you scratch that record, it's forever. Yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing better dynamic-wise. Yeah. Than, Plus, you get the artwork. Yeah. yeah. You know, like artwork. And, yeah, dude, I used to like sit and just read the entire on the, weekend. Who, on. Yeah, <laughs> when when them records should show up from Columbia House. <laughs> I'm <That's> weekend. Right. <laughs> well, there's a reason why my record wall is just outside of my game room bathroom. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Greg Maher visiting with us here tonight uh, in town, and uh, man, it's been great to see you. Let's uh, let's spin one of your tunes. Let's do another bad day. How about it? Thanks, man. Sounds yeah. great. How long has it been since this song? This is this going back a little. 2016. Bit. 2016. Yep. So. Had a killer band. I had Mike Hansen from Hurricane on drums and That's Bjorn right. England from Ingve. Yeah. Malstein's band on bass. Yeah. It's cool. Well, here it is. Another bad day. It's Greg Marr tonight on the Grassroots Show, The Rock Station, 97.7 FM.
Hey, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? I'm making a romantic dinner. I'm headed to Bros's Superette to pick up all the ingredients. Yeah, I'm going to head to Bros's too. I want to tell my special someone that I loaf them. I'm picking up my sweetheart's favorite ham loaf. Enter to win a Bros's Valentine's Day ham loaf during the Bros's Love Shoes sweepstakes. Go to WISR680.com to register to win. Bros's Superette, high on the hill and right on the price. When was the last time your job let you dream big, gave you a sense of achievement, made you truly happy? Now imagine providing for your family like you never thought you could. Imagine traveling to places you never dreamed you would. Imagine helping others while helping yourself. As a Woodman Life representative, you can earn great money and exceptional benefits like group health insurance and a 401k plan for those who qualify. Top performers can also win cash bonuses and exciting incentive trips. Plus, with Woodman Life, you'll have the freedom to be your own boss while being a leader in your community. If you're looking for a career where you can be your own boss and determine your own income, we can help. Hi, I'm Tony Angerette, your local Woodman Life recruiting sales manager. Call me to find out more at 724-431-1932. Insurance protection, financial security. Woodman of the World Life Insurance Society of Omaha, Nebraska. Woodman Life, standing strong for generations. The Grassroots Show, Sunday nights at 7. Brought to you by Shady Lady Productions on The Rock Station 97.7. You're listening to The Grassroots Show here tonight on The Rock Station 97.7. Streaming as well, 977rocks.com. And don't forget, now our show is available on Spotify. You can pull up past episodes and listen to your heart's content. In this segment, brought to you by Bros' Super Ed, where they are high on the hill and right in the price, right at the top of South Main Street Hill at Rockenstein Avenue. Stop by Bros' Super Ed and thank them for being supporters of great local music. They're part of the scene. They love being a part of the scene. Big supporters of the scene in many, many facets, including our show. Continuing our visit with Greg Marr, I just heard a great tune called Colliding Consciousness, which... Uh, is on the drums featuring uh, your good friend, a childhood friend, Chris Compton. I told Chris after your show uh, the other night, it's like, Chris, I could watch you play drums every day of the week. You know? Just like watching you play guitar. I mean, uh, boy, you know, it's, it's almost a shame that he isn't out in L.A. with you because I know you'd probably be doing some magical things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, but uh, what a great musician. And that was something that uh, you guys, you did, you did from Cali. Mm-hmm. And he'd, uh, you, you, did you fly him out there briefly to record that? I did. Yeah, yeah so we came out and uh, did... 10 songs for a record that's not it's kind of on the shelf for now but uh it was donnie dickman from uh, george lynch's uh, shadow nation it's a movie now it's on amazon you can watch it so uh he played keys on it and then we had jerry best from the band lion late 80s uh, hair metal band yeah. played bass on it so maybe someday that'll come out but i just took chris's drum tracks and rearranged them and made a new song out of it Doug Aldrich was in that band line, wasn't he? Wasn't he? Uh, yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's was, right. Yeah, yeah. Boy, he just struck a memory. <laughs> so, great song, though. Uh, and you. you guys jammed that uh, recently, yeah. too. So, yeah. cool stuff. Uh, so, let's talk about this documentary. Give yeah, us man. some background on how this happened sure. and why it happened. So, when I was growing up, um, again, we were talking about like record stores in town. At the Clearview Mall, they had a record store. And uh, I was with my friend Randy Jackman, who I believe still lives here. And um, I picked up a. Uh, a cassette and it was Racer X and I was like do you think this is cool and he's like he turned it over and he's like oh yeah this is on the Shrapnel Records label and he's like that's amazing it's going to be amazing dude you're going to love it so I took it home I'll give you I'll make, try to make this quick but so I took it home Bruce Bouillet uh, Paul Gilbert on guitar so I'm just going to flash forward to when I'm in my 40s I actually got to be in Bruce's band for two years 
Bruce was actually, I think, on the show at one point, too, yeah. with me. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's kind of like the little tie-in. So, but going back, and, you know, it's like, uh, I'm getting all these records from Shrapnel. They're all great. Everybody's amazing. Tony McAlpine. Mm. Just, you know, go down the list. So, in 2018, I got to visit the studio and meet Muka Rennick, the studio owner. He's almost 70 now. And um, I said, you know what? This would make a great documentary. And I'm going, wonder if it's been done yet. Hasn't been done. No one's even done any shorts on it. No shorts or anything. So I was like, I think this is my opportunity. So whenever, you know, we're all in lockdown, I called him and I said, you want to do a documentary? I would love to be able to do this. You know, give me an opportunity to uh, actually fully realize putting a documentary together, producing it myself. And he said, absolutely, I think we should do that. So I went up and visited him and did the, the grounds tour again with my camera. I got a really great 4K camera, cinematic camera, and um, just kind of started the ball rolling. So as I'm going back up, you know, I start to meet people at the studio that are um, legends. You know, um, Jeff Martin from Badlands and Racer X was there and did an interview. Um, so I just got... I'm going to read off some of the yeah, names that I've... Please, because... That, so check this out. Um, so I've gotten to work with Rudy in, in some other jobs I've had. So Rudy Sarzo from Quiet Riot and Whitesnake. Um, Tony McAlpine. Wow. Spent a day with him. Oh. Just a great guy. Man, he's a ball buster. Simon <laughs> Phillips. I spent a day at his, house, his home studio in Ojai. Mike Varney, the uh, CEO and president of Shrapnel Records. Uh, of course, Muka from Prairie Sun. Jeff Thorpe and Larry Howe from Vicious Rumors. Uh, like I said, Jeff Martin, uh, some engineers that, uh, you know, work there. Um, Shane Alexander, who's a local guy, actually mm -hmm. did a spot for uh, the, you know, we were talking about, they have a Tom Waits room, and that's his vibe, is like very singer-songwriter. Harry Chatzer from Racer X, Doug Pinnock from King's X. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, man, I spent a day with him. I, I've worked with Doug a bunch throughout the years, so that was easy. Um, Atma Nur, Dean Castronovo from Journey, Joey Tafoya, and more to come, but... I mean, with each one of these artists, they were just like, you would think, like, in your mind's eye, you think, what are they like? Are they, are they you know, are they cool? Are they, you know, are, are they, uh, where are they coming from? You know, they've had all the success. They're, you know, top-notch musicians. Well, guess what? They're exactly like you and I. Yeah. They're, they're like everything. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it just makes you go, you know what? I'm going to just keep going with this thing because they made it. Mm-hmm. And um, if I just keep at it, man, I'm just going to keep leveling up just like they are. And, I, and it, it makes you realize, like, the difference between someone that's worth their whole life that's famous is a little bit of luck, but it just kept coming back to the game. It just kept doing it. And it, and it works out. If you have talent and you just keep at it and keep in front of people's faces, um, you know, you could do it, too. Yeah, that's cool. And it's amazing to see some of those names, you know, they've, they've all crossed paths, uh, come back full circle, you know, in, in some cases, uh, the different projects that Dean's been involved in right. in recent years and, you know, bouncing, bouncing around, I mean, a dead daisies song, yeah. and, you know, uh, but just the cool stuff too, that, uh, is connecting them to yesteryear and some of the influences they've had. You know, you talk about Bruce and Paul. I mean, look how many people they've instructed over the years that have gone on into their own career. That's true. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, behind the scenes and up front, too. I mean, these are big deals. And, you know, I, you're taking me back to a time where, man, all I listened to was Metal Blade, Megaforce, and Shrapnel Raps. Absolutely. You know? Yep. Absolutely. Because <laughs> that's the music I wanted to hear. They were giving me what I needed. Absolutely. Uh, you know, instead of some of the other labels, which, you know, they were trying to tell you to 
play something poppy. Right. Well, the thing that's cool is, um, you know, I'm hopefully going to be opening some people's eyes to things they didn't know what the origins were. If the story's not out there, if there's not a Shrapnel Records or a Prairie Sun movie, when we're all gone, maybe that history won't, you know, be around. You know, maybe, maybe people won't know about that. So I'm just like, you know what? The money aside, any sort of investment I have in this, this is a document mm-hmm. of history that people don't talk about, but hundreds of thousands were influenced and, you know, just it made who, it made me who I was. Yeah. To start with, this is the benchmark, Paul Gilbert, I have to play this good in order to make it? <laughs> and you just find a way to get there, you yeah. know? That's cool, that's cool. And the platforms that are out there now that are exposing these, you know, you saw Dave Grohl's Sound City thing, very similar, you know, same thing, went into a studio that is historic and brought that to life for a lot of us that don't get to see that, that have right. never been to L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, or wherever these places are. Um, and, and you're seeing a lot of that nowadays where they're bringing people in that have been there, and when you share that moment together and just talk about it, man, it brings brings something to, to, of that stature to life. Absolutely. You know, so that's mm-hmm. really awesome. So right now you're in the editing phase of that. Uh, I'm sure this is, has to be, uh, people probably can't even fathom, you know, we talk about, doing records here and how long that takes i can only imagine a documentary uh of of this size to put that together i mean this is a process of well, how long have you been working on it to this point uh i would say seven months but it's i have 22 hours i think of video footage that is all kind of you know i don't want to edit it down because usually when you watch a movie you you know you have 20 people in the cast and they get like yeah, I thought the studio was great. And then that guy doesn't appear again in the movie. Right. Well, I have 22 hours of awesome stories and footage and stuff. So I have to find a way to either make it a, you know, I thought maybe I'd make it a docu-series. But now I think I'll make it a 90-minute movie. So that's the, that's going to be the hardest part is that, yeah. what goes in there and what, what stays out. So I think my YouTube channel is going to host all of the outtakes. And I, I have one on there right now. But um, it, that's the hardest part is what to edit out. The actual physical editing of it isn't hard. Um, and then I'm going to write the soundtrack to it because I'm going to put the movie out with my music in it in the vein of these artists I'm talking about because as you can imagine for licensing, that can become very expensive if you have to license music for a movie. So even like pictures and, and, and video footage, if you don't get the rights to it, can be very expensive. So that's kind of, you know, like sort of the legal end of it that's where I'm at with it now, because I can do all. I know how to do the editing, and mm-hmm. I think I can put it together and make it uh, comprehensive and interesting. But the legal side of it is like, eh, I'm gonna have to. There's some things I got to still work out, which is why I want to do the film festival circuit and sell the movie to a distributor so that they can they can deal with that. They have legal teams in place that they can deal with that. So really, I'm developing the movie, producing it, and I will, uh, you know, hopefully secure a distribution for it. Fantastic. Well, keep us up to date on that. We'll be anxious we'll to no doubt see yeah. it. Can't imagine 22, 24 hours of stuff mm-hmm. to cut it down to 90 minutes. That, that is going to be the challenge, no <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's cool, though. I mean, I've sent Chris Compton a lot of the outtake stuff for Dean Castronovo and Simon Phillips, and he's just like, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a passion drummer connection there. Yeah. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll be anxious to see it uh, and hear it. 
uh, especially with the music you're creating. Uh, love the music you're doing. Love the music you always share uh, share with us. You've allowed us to be the you know a uh, debut. Debuts, yeah. Uh, Thank uh, you so uh, much. Platform. World premiere I appreciate debuts. you guys. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you guys for yeah. sure. And it's just awesome, you know, to even hear the response then of local people going, "Man, yeah, I remember Greg back in high school." You know, just <laughs> you know, I mean, you've got that connection, and and uh, I know a lot of people are rooting for for you and and the likes of Shane Alexander and Absolutely. others that have gone out and. Pursued that dream, man. Dream big, and, and, and it can happen, and here you are. In fact, you mentioned your YouTube. Isn't that the segment with Shane Alexander you're talking about? Uh, I did put one on there, but there's one with uh, Tony McAlpine. Oh, okay. Oh, and it's funny one. because if you know Tony McAlpine, you know you don't know where he's coming from, and you don't expect his sense of humor to be so twisted, but he is a funny individual, like very funny. <laughs> you have to have a tough, you know, strong backbone in order to hang yeah. with that dude. Yeah. Good guy. What a guitarist! Yeah, my goodness, and, and 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 for a lot of people under the radar, which is a shame. Look up Tony McAlpine today yeah. and play it because you'll be blown away. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. Just like uh, we're blown away with Greg Mar oh, playing you, the man. guitar. Appreciate so. you guys. So, well, we're gonna play a couple more songs, and you did this uh, song the other night. I, I just love the vibe in this song, uh, "Staring at the Sun," and that's one of the more recent pieces of material that you'd put out uh, with the Plenty Heavy package, right? Yeah, that was on the Plenty Heavy EP. I think it was six songs on that. 2016 that came out wow. so it feels like a minute ago but yeah, yeah. it does i guess wow we, well we lost two yeah years. i was gonna say we, yeah, lost, we, lost, we lost two yeah, years we lost so. two years yeah. <laughs> so, so really it's not that old yeah we just feel it i know i know it. that's cool and then we're gonna finish up uh, with face first sounds great thank yeah. you yeah greg marr uh throw out where people can find you your website and more yeah you know i'm on uh mainly i'm on facebook and instagram so just look up greg marr or forward slash mara music m-a-r-r-a music uh, my website's gregmara.com. Eh, maybe a little outdated, but um, you can find all my music for free on there. Uh, you can download it from uh, gregmara.com. Just go to the main page, scroll down, and you'll see every song I've ever written uh, for free. Um, for me, it's about the live show, so uh, get people excited about the music, give it to them for free, and then... You know, and come out and see him. Come out and see him. Yeah. Hopefully, you yeah. can play a lot more this year. Yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a long break. Yeah, I know. Absolutely, yeah, it really is. Well, we wish you the best of luck with the, all of the music, the documentary. Can't wait to see that. Thank you. And uh, let us know. We'll let people know where, where they can find it when you get that distribution set up. Thank so. you. I'd like to thank you guys for all your support over the years, and everybody in the Western Pennsylvania area, including all of the bands, sound guys, uh, bartenders. You know, you name it. Everybody's so cool back here, and I love be in here so thanks everybody absolutely absolutely greg mara let's get into some music it's the grassroots show the rock station 977 
What are you doing for Valentine's Day? I'm making a romantic dinner. I'm headed to Bros's Superette to pick up all the ingredients. Yeah, I'm going to head to Bros's too. I want to tell my special someone that I loaf them. I'm picking up my sweetheart's favorite ham loaf. Enter to win a Bros's Valentine's Day ham loaf during the Bros's Love Shoes sweepstakes. Go to WISR680.com to register to win. Bros's Superette, high on the hill and right on the price. The Meat Locker Recording Studio in Butler is the area's number one recording studio. When you work with the engineers at the Meat Locker, your next song, album, EP, or demo will be of the best quality anywhere. Use their great-sounding live room, vocal booth, and new 24x24 drum room. They'll mix it together with the industry-leading program Pro Tools. Plus, if you need musicians, they have the talent you need. The Meat Locker Recording Studio. With your talent, they'll make your music rock. Call 724-283-4529 or visit MeatLockerRecording.com. Time now for the Grassroots Concert Calendar on The Rock Station 97.7. Tickets are now on sale to see Pittsburgh's autistic comic, T.J. Klasavage, at his April 2nd comedy headline show at Steamworks Creative. Autism Awareness Day is April 2nd, and that's something very special to T.J., so $5 from each ticket sale will go toward the Autism Society of Pittsburgh. Now, this is only a 50-seat venue, and tickets will sell quickly, so get your tickets now. And happy birthday, T.J. Klesavage. Yeah, yesterday was his 33rd birthday. 
and that was supposed to be the date of the comedy show, but it's Super Bowl weekend, so the NFL screwed them up. April 2nd is that rescheduled date. You all can help. The birthday month and the birthday celebration and Pittsburgh's autistic comic by making a donation at his Facebook charity fundraiser page. TJ Klesavage, Pittsburgh's autistic comic. And on the Shady Lady concert calendar, February 18th, how about a road trip? This Friday night, head to Erie and catch Utah Burgess of the Noble Hops Band live at Philly on the Rocks from 7 to 9 p.m. When was the last time your job let you dream big, gave you a sense of achievement, made you truly happy? Now imagine providing for your family like you never thought you could. Imagine traveling to places you never dreamed you would. Imagine helping others while helping yourself. As a Woodman Life representative, you can earn great money and exceptional benefits like group health insurance and a 401k plan for those who qualify. Top performers can also win cash bonuses and exciting incentive trips. Plus, with Woodman Life, you'll have the freedom to be your own boss while being a leader in your community. If you're looking for a career where you can be your own boss and determine your own income, we can help. Hi, I'm Tony Angerette, your local Woodman Life recruiting sales manager. Call me to find out more at 724-431-1932. Insurance protection, financial security. Woodman of the World Life Insurance Society of Omaha, Nebraska. Woodman Life, standing strong for generations. Where can you get the best chocolate and support a local family-owned business? Cummings Candy and Coffee. Make this Valentine's Day extra special with a sweet treat for your sweet. Chocolate-dipped strawberries will be available at Cummings Candy and Coffee Main Street location while supplies last this Friday through Monday. Get your choice of milk or dark chocolate-covered strawberries while they last. And score some extra points by adding in some whole bean or ground gourmet coffee. Now, back to the Grassroots Show, brought to you by Shady Lady Productions on The Rock Station, 97.7. Back on the Grassroots Show, this segment brought to you by our friends at Woodman Life and local agent Tony Angerette, presenting sponsors of the Banjam Grassroots Music Festival. Coming up last weekend in August, three days of fun once again this year at Cooper's Lake Campground. Yeah, kind of get that in your mind. It always was two days of fun. Now it's three. Come out early Thursday night for the acoustic jam. And then, of course, the traditional Friday-Saturday get-together and all the fun that goes in hand. Uh, reservations are being taken out at Cooper's Lake. We were just out visiting uh, with uh, James from Cooper's and uh, getting everything uh, taken care of, tying up all the loose ends and they're excited to have us back, and we're excited to be looking forward to August. And he said uh, reservations were flying, so if you want to get your spot, I recommend you do it now. Yeah, and uh, we'll be revealing the lineup very soon. Utah's had the emails out and waiting for everything to come back and uh, dot the I's and cross the T's. Yeah, yeah, that process. It's a process, but uh, we're getting there. We hope to, to drop that soon. Awesome. What a great show tonight, man. Uh, 501, we're, we're turning the page. Yeah. And uh, moving on, and uh, great visits tonight with James Levere. Good to hear from Jim again. Greg Mara as well. It was great to see him back in town. And uh, the, the the musicianship that uh, they both shared, and ironically, nice connection there. Chris Compton playing drums for both of them. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, keep an eye out for that uh, film that uh, Greg put together as well. Looking forward to seeing that. Can't wait. Can't wait. Especially on the heels of uh, Johnny Z. 
uh, passing away from Megaforce Records, and I was thinking about Shrapnel, and he's doing the, the documentary on that, and just uh, two very influential record labels, uh, especially for those of us that, well, like James Levere said, he's a hard rocker <laughs> at heart, and uh, I think Bob and Utah are as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Up the irons. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, yeah, speaking of that, uh, Jack G., Thanks for the shirt, brother. That was oh, awesome stuff, huh? That was pretty neat, yeah. Got me an actual Iron Maiden crew shirt, man. I feel special. <laughs> so, Well, we uh, we feel special because you folks tune in and listen in, and we hope you'll get out and support some of these great lo- local musicians because, man, the scene is bubbling top, and uh, I hope it just continues to produce so that we're here literally for another 500 more. Never know what happens from here, but we're here for next week. I know that. We're on 501, so we've yeah. already started the journey. <laughs> and we're going to spin you a couple more tunes before you go here tonight. Yeah, we got uh, something brand new from Parabellum. It's called A Little More Human, and uh, they're going to be dropping a CD. they got a bunch of uh, new stuff coming at us, so we'll probably have them on the show here soon as well and uh, catch up with them. Kate did a little performance, uh, did a fantastic job doing a little duet with Jennifer Lynn Baker and then sang a song of her own. Uh, that she had never played out before. You know, I can imagine how nerve-wracking that was, you know, uh, to, to test a song as you're doing it. She played a beautiful song. Yeah, she did a great job on that. Yeah. Hey, and we'll follow that up with juvenile characteristics. I said Punxy Phil, they were out in Punxsutawney this past weekend again, and I know that's a couple of visits they've been able to make out there, but talk about grassy award-winning songs. Well, they were the most recent to reign until it was taken away <laughs> because of, well, the calendar expired. Uh, tear it down from Juvenile Characteristics, and we'll be back again next Sunday night with more grassroots fun here on The Rock Station 
One thing I learned about this life from the time I spent on this rock. You gotta give what you got to get what you need. What you need, you can reach up to the sky, but keep your feet flat on the ground. Everything you done built, you're gonna tear down. You gotta want what you need. You gotta need what you want. If what you want is Take a ride and tear it down. Well, I was waiting on that train. I was looking past the bar. I was searching for the something on the hill. But like a man without a plan, I did it on that piece of land that was holding all the secrets that I seek. Well, I was riding on that train. I'm on my way to go get saved. the studios of WLER, a Butler Radio Network station. This is The Rock Station. Man, is this gonna rock or what? 97.7. 
the rock station.